Accra gets busy on this frequency. 92.7, 3FM. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite. On Sunrise. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Hasbunallah wa neem al-wakil. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepares the table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over, and surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Assalamu alaikum. It's Tuesday. Welcome to Johnny's Bite. Today is the 19th of December, 2023. Two special people have their birthdays today. My mother was born on a Tuesday, so this is special, and she has a very special event today. But first, I'd like to wish King Kwesiche Dakwa, KKD the finest, the master communicator, a big happy birthday. Without him, I'm not sure I would have played within this media space. He identified and saw my talent, sharpened and honed it, held my hand and, uh, and brought me up there. Also, Reverend Gabriel Ansan, uh, also, he did very well. And then, particularly, a man whose birthday passed, but Ewulu, Ni Ajeklu, Efomogbi, Eba, Echekoro, Happy birthday. Ni Oyuadon, he's a great gun historian, he's a great author, he's a great erudite, and he is taking the culture and tradition of the gun state to a totally different level. Ewulu, ni ajeklu, uyanawala. Happy, happy birthday to you as well. Because without him, I'm, I'm sure that a lot of us would have missed culture and tradition. So three gentlemen, KKD the finest, Reverend Gabriel Ansa, and also Ewulu, ni ajeklu, veteran broadcaster and gun historian and uh, culture enthusiast. Happy birthday to you. Today as well, we want to go to the polls to determine who becomes assemblyman, assemblywoman, unit committee member, unit committee, you know, uh, a part of, of our local governance structure. And I always say that the apathy that is usually around the local level elections, it's painful. And one would have thought that um, over the years, after more than 30 years of practicing multi-party democracy, especially a fourth Republican democracy, we would have changed, but things are not changing. And it's because we have not taken time to learn and to understand what this whole local governance structure looks like. Also, because the same people who tell us about local governance are the very people who are busy centralizing everything, from procurement to whatever, they centralize everything. So today is a testament. Go out there and vote. Determine who becomes your assemblyman or your unit committee member. Determine who leads you in your community and hold them to account. Hold them to account. The town hall meetings have to be had. The assemblyman has to be present. Go out there and vote but also determine in your hearts that you are going to hold them to account. It's important that you do. And speaking of which, I wish that all the new voters would dedicate their time to actually go out there and vote as well. 
go and this is a dress rehearsal for 2024. Go out there, make a determination, vote, choose wisely. Don't choose based on uh, partisanship. Don't choose based on, oh, I know him. We live in the same area with him. No, choose based on the messaging that they have given to you. Choose based on the fact that you have people who can deliver on the job. And speaking of local elections, I, I want to specifically speak to the president. Mr. President, good morning. It was you who told us while you were in opposition that by 2018, we're going to elect our own MMDCs. You told us. You did not add in any way when you were telling us about that busily. You did not add in any way that we're going to vote for our MMDCs based on partisanship. And I've always said that our country is so polarized around NDC and MPP that if we also take the NDC and MPP down to the local level, we will be doomed forever. I've been on a back and forth with people on this free SHS thing. And I said, like, look, we are putting plasters on gunshot wounds and we are trying to make everything look very well because we're trying to play up free SHS. Free SHS is a good policy. But each time you talk about free SHS, it's either we are complaining about the fact that in the past we had chalk shortage. So if uh, exercise books are not in school and the children are vacating even this week, it is nothing. Wow. So it has become NDC and MPP. Everything in this country is NDC and MPP. And that is why we cannot take it down there. Mr. President, the promise you made was that we were going to elect our own MMDCs. And we were happy about it. We clapped for you. And then suddenly you behave like the typical Abosukai or Kanishi boy who has the ball and because he doesn't get select or he's not selected to play, he takes the ball, puts it under his armpit and says, I'm taking my ball home. That's what you did, Mr. President. You couldn't keep your own words. You couldn't be a man of your words. You said, we were going to vote for it. And if you go into the Constitution 2431, gave you the opportunity to say, let's correct that one and let the people vote. At least we could have voted for our MMDCs for the first time. And then after four years, we can come back and say that, okay, we have experimented with voting for our people. Can we now introduce partisanship, which would then affect Article 55.3? But we didn't do any of that. We didn't do any of that. So you made a promise to the people, and that will not be the first promise you have made to the people of Ghana for the people to give you an opportunity to lead, and you have reneged on that responsibility to the people. If there's any legacy that I was hoping that you could have kept, it would have been that I said we're going to vote for our MMDCs. You got in there, and we voted for our MMDCs. Up until now, the deadline that you gave us was 2018. 2019 has come, 2020 has come, 2021 has come, 2022 has come, 2023 has come. Five years on, we have still not decided to vote. And you are leaving next year. You, you, aren't, you haven't been a man of your own words, Mr. President. Sad. Unfortunate. Must everything be politicized? Because even at the local level, if we decide to politicize everything, what kind of development will we make? Can you imagine if an, an NDC or MPP assemblyman is voted for and they have to enforce a certain bylaw or they have to come and do something for the people? They will say, You're not part of my party, so that's it. Must we politicize everything in this country and make everything green and blue in this country? That was not the promise you made. You said we were going to vote for our own MMDCs. 
wherever that politicization came in. And that the conversation now, even from my uncle Dambocho, is that, oh, if we introduce politics into it, NDC, MPP, maybe it will whip up. They say it will not whip up any interest. It will divide us further down. If we want to whip up interest, we should have told Dr. Yaweduchum that the children who are the first-time voters who are being rushed to go to school and they will come home by close of this weekend should have waited so that we vote. What was the rush for? The fresh students who have gone there, who have their voter ID cards, who have not been able to transfer their votes, how would they vote? Because did they even know where they were going in the first place? How would they have voted? When we, when we, policy must be situated in, in, in the circumstance that makes sense. Some of the policies and the implementation of the policies, it just doesn't make sense. But we still run ahead and do it because we have power, we have position, we have authority. What was the rush for? The children are in school. This is their third week. I know a secondary school here in Accra where children stood. Eh? Children stood. They, they don't have furniture. They stood. I know secondary schools in this country where children have not received their exercise books, not textbooks, though, exercise books that they have to write. So parents have had to buy those books for them. What was the rush for? What was the rush for? What really was the rush for? What was the rush for? Anyway, what do I know? I don't know anything. Last three weeks, an old woman came to me, certain Madame Brown. And usually I would not get involved in some of these things because it is not my job to be a, a meddlesome interloper or a negotiator of a sort. But she came to me with a, a friend and she said that, oh, I have gone to contact some people who say they are uh, roofing experts. I have a school that I run. And I went to contact them to come and build, come and uh, lay the roof for me. And so we have agreed. They made me an offer. I considered it. And then I accepted the offer. We made payments. And they are supposed to come and roof my school for me. But they have roofed up to a point and they've left it. So I don't know why. In between that, they say, oh, we have even gone to the court and the court has made a determination. Please put the letter up for me or the invoice, whichever you find. And the court has made a determination that, look, they should come and specifically perform what they were supposed to perform. So I made a call, as with, is with our journalism and auditorium patem rule and all of that, something that the National Media Commission failed to do for Onya FM, Onya TV. Listen to the other side. Africa best roofing systems. So they, this is a letter of apology. We'll come to the but keep the letter on. So we called Africa Best Roofing Systems. A certain Augustine Pobi, who was supposed to be in charge of all of what's happening. And I spoke with him. And he said, oh, it is true what the woman says. Corroborated everything and said, look, because you, I'm happy that you have even called us to hear our side of the story. I said, fantastic. Because that's what I do. Fair, accurate, balanced journalism. So I called. He said, oh, we are happy that you called us. I said, okay. So what is your side of the story? He said, oh, the, what do you call it? The, um, the, somebody who came to measure the thing on our behalf did undercosting, and so we have ha now had to 
add money to it, blah, blah, blah. There's a shortage of, uh, what do you call it? There's a shortage of the material, blah, blah, blah. I say, boss, that one, it is your own problem because you send somebody to go and measure. Whether they be third party, they are contractors who are working for you, who have to get a percentage or commission, whatever it is. You send the people because the people couldn't have walked in there. It's okay. So what can we do? He said, oh, 16 December, that's the past weekend. We are going to go there and complete the work. So I waited for two weeks and I called the woman in question, Madam Brown. I said, Madam Brown, this is what the gentleman has said. He's a young man like me. So give him an opportunity. Two weeks. Then I called on Friday, Africa Best Roofing Systems. I called on Friday to say, look, two weeks is up. Tomorrow is the day, Saturday. You said you don't work during the weekdays. You work on Saturdays. Can you please go and fix it? He said, I can go and do whatever I want to do. He told me that. He said, I can do whatever. Now, this is a letter of apology. We're writing this letter to apologize for not being able to complete your work as promised. We also understand that you're extremely annoyed with us. We started materials production yesterday with the aim of resuming work on your site, but unfortunately, the raw materials got finished at the warehouse. Please bear with us for another week. Eh? Uh, that we were promised to get the stock coming. Now, it says that we promised to deliver the materials on site 24th February 2023 so we can start work by the 25th of February 2023. This was in February. March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. We are still in December. They are still talking about shortage of materials, whatever it is. It clearly tells you that they have not made up their mind to, to, to do the work for the old man. And you know what that means? Contempt of court. Because the court has decided. I'll share the court documents with you tomorrow. But the court has decided. And if a court has decided and you are deciding to renege on your responsibility, it means that we must draw the attention of the court that you are not actually playing ball. So Africa Best Roofing Systems, Augustine Pobi, I want to say good morning to you. I have many more of these letters available. And this is, this is a court document as well. Court connected is there. They were asked to specifically perform and, and refund monies to the, to, the, to, the, to the plaintiff. And they signed. Adina Brown signed. Augustine Pobi signed. They agreed. So then you ask yourself the question, why would you agree as a business? And we, we are busy, interested in businesses thriving. Africa roofing systems. And I'm not sure this will be the only one. Maybe there are others. I don't know. But since February, when you wrote a letter of apology to say there was a shortage of whatever it is, all the way down to December, when even I, against my will, I intervened. And you told us two weeks. And then later I said, we can go to hell, we can pocket and bath, nothing will happen. So I'm, I'm, just, I'm just giving you free publicity this morning. Africa Best Roofing Systems, Augustine Pobi. That's his name. I have his picture. Maybe tomorrow, when the gods visit, I will show the picture. Maybe tomorrow. Not today. My final issue this morning is about the gun, Lance. Gun, Lance. You remember that we spoke about the Archie Mota Forest. And we said that it was a no-go area. The Archie Mota Forest. It was a no-go area. 
Because if you come to forest reserves in Ghana and in Accra particularly, that's the only one literally left. So it doesn't make sense that we are spending money to cut to plant trees, and then we are also spending money to cut down trees, and then we're also spending money to deplete the forest reserve that we have left in the heart of the city. And it's because of some of these things that we are trending number one on the podcast news and current affairs. Or yeah, we're trending, we just climb up there, we're sitting and resting peacefully, nicely, sipping on our juice and enjoy, chilling just like that. So pull out the first letter for me. I kept quiet about it because my own gamanche and my own mankralo, they said, oh, we are investigating the Achimota land. Leave it. I've seen a letter making the rounds from the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources saying that a portion of the Achimota forest has been declassified as, as, as a forest. We are spending money. We are spending money. It was, the Achimota forest was in somebody's will. The Achimota forest, it was in somebody's will. Portions of the forest have been given forever. Look for, look for the Gamanche uh, thing for me. The, the, my own Gamanche. He said, we're investigating. So I shut up. Because when your king says, I am investigating you, shut up. It has been more than a year. The letter was written in May. In May, that was when the letter was written. In May 2022, May 2023 had come and gone. June, July, August, September, October, November, December. One year, seven months. Many investigations, no one a few on being a swa. And you see, once you do these things, you actually empower the politicians and all who are interested in those lands to go at the lands and then take it because they know that, oh, there's a certain covering, for want of a better expression. They told us that we're investigating the Achimota Forest. Ohu family came. They say we own portions of it. This, they own portions of it. Now, today, we, there's a letter making rounds that a portion of it has been declassified for development. This is the press release, 24th of May, 2022. Press released by the GANG, Traditional Council. It's not GANG, Traditional Council. It's GANG, Traditional Council. The attention of the GANG, Traditional Council, has been drawn to news of the release of portions of Achimota Forest to the whole family and matters arising thereafter. The GANG, Manche, and president of the GANG, Traditional Council, King Takite Kuchuru II, has set up a committee of eminent chiefs and stakeholders to investigate all matters leading to the said release. A report on the findings and consequent actions will be made available to the general public. Thank you. Data the 24th day of May 2022 at the GANG, Manche Palace, uh, Accra. Ni Adote Otinto II signed it. It's a of the Gun State, all media houses. This is what my king wrote. May 2022. And we kept quiet. I remember on that occasion I spoke pure gang and kept quiet. What has become of the investigation? So now if people start contacting me and say you are a gun, your lands are being taken, go and talk about it. What are the impetus to talk about? My king says, shut up, we are investigating. Keep quiet. We are investigating. Where is the report of the investigation? Please, last letter, Oliver. Master plan. Show me the master plan letter. Where, where is the report for the investigation? Report here, now, investigation, mayor. 
It says now dated October 2023. The municipal chief executive, Okai Kwe North Municipal Assembly, that's where Achimota is, is located, requests to prepare a master plan for the development of land abutting Achimota Forest. What development? We don't know. I hope this reaches you in good health and spirits. As you may be aware, by the forest cessation of Forest Reserve Instrument 2022, and it was in the heat of when Achimota Forest was thinking that this for executive instrument was put in place, so 144, EI 144, as amended by the Forest Cessation of Forest Reserve Amendment Instrument 2023, E231, uh, portions of the Achimota Forest measuring approximately 260.06 acres or 105.25 hectares ceased to be a forest land. Look at how big the land is. 260 acres, 105 hectares, either or. Look at how big it is in the heart of Accra. For what development? Now it says by paragraph 2 of EI144, the District Land Use and Special Planning Authority uh, with justification or over the land, um, jurisdiction over the land has ceased to be a forest. Is to prepare for the approval of the Ministry responsible for land and natural resources a master plan for the development of the said land. In preparing the master plan, the District LUSPA shall take into consideration the protection of the ecological integrity of the forest reserve with aboots the land. In, in the integrity. No, look, tomorrow, I've just prepared the way. Tomorrow, we'll look at what the EI says and we'll get into it. And then you can ask yourself if... If what is happening, the grabbing that is happening, is supposed to actually happen, and then when your king says, keep quiet, I am investigating, you ask yourself, should you actually be keeping quiet or should you be speaking up? And it was after the king wrote that, oh, keep quiet, we are investigating, everybody sees fire, I'm investigating. That was when Henry Kwate moved the people from Agbogloshi, took them to Ajenkotoku, and they started building there, and the chief says that, ah, I have not given you permission to go and build there. The grabbing, grabbing. I've told you, places where I lived, Roman Ridge, uh, cantonments, all those places, places where I lived, which were official quarters, the grabbing, grabbing is happening. It's happening. Giddy, giddy, giddy. Grabbing, grabbing. Call me, please. 055-924-2717 and 055-691-0154. Good morning. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite on Sunrise.